What is up guys? It is Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be running through my week 17 tight end start sits. Congratulations to all of you guys on making the fantasy football championships. This is the video where I go through every single week 17 matchup, talk about every single fantasy relevant tight end, and then list them as either a start fringe option or a sit. The starts are the players that you feel fairly confident throwing into your lineup. Obviously, tight end pretty much is a crapshoot week to week, so the confidence level probably is wavering unless you just, you know, have Travis Kelsey. But, you know, these are the players that you generally feel pretty confident in. The fringe options, these are going to be your back-end tight end ones, your high-end tight end twos. You know, you don't feel fantastic about playing them, but, you know, you could do worse. And then these sits, these are the guys, obviously, that you want to be keeping on your bench. If you guys enjoy the content, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. It really does help me out a ton. And then if you guys have any fantasy questions, if you drop it down below, I will make sure to respond back to every single person. But let's get right into it. Starting off with the uh, Thursday night game, we have the Cowboys taking on the Titans. And for Dalton Schultz here, he's definitely kind of, you know, struggled over the last few weeks. He had some big games and then he's kind of, you know, fallen, you know, on a, a little bit of a cold stretch here. I'm not panicking. I considered moving him down to a fringe option, but as I look more into it, his route participation is still very strong. So he is still very, very involved in this offense. You know, he's had three out of four games under eight points, but you look back at this past game, 84% route participation. So I will be going back to the well. This Cowboys offense is likely going to be putting up a decent number of points in this game. So I'm not going to panic, you know, based on a few underperforming games out of him. On the other side for the Titans, with Malik Willis at quarterback, it basically just kills any pass catcher's fantasy value. I liked guys like Okonkwo, Traylon Burks when Tannehill was quarterback. With Tannehill out, Malik Willis in. Just can't, you know, even be thinking about starting any of these guys. Then moving over to the uh, Cardinals, taking on the Falcons. This is honestly like a tight end matchup that could have been solid if we had healthy pieces. Obviously, the Cardinals, they lose Zach Ertz. Now we're looking at Trade McBride, not someone who I'm interested in. And then for the Falcons... They lose Kyle Pitts. Now they're looking at Anthony Ferkser or Parker Hesse or I think McCole Pruitt. You know, they're all kind of splitting opportunities. So sitting, you know, any tight end in this matchup. Moving over to the Bears, taking on the Lions. I still think Cole Komet is someone who's a solid fringe option. He hasn't had a big game in a while, but his route participation is still very strong. This is probably going to be, you know, a more pass-friendly environment going up against the Lions compared to last week against the Bills. And then for the Lions, I will be sitting uh, Shane Zilstra, even though he's coming off of that massive three-touchdown game. That just seems like one of those stat lines that you look back on on the season, and it was basically just like a complete fluke. So Cole Komet's a fringe for me, and then uh, Shane Zilstra is a sit. Moving over to the Jaguars, taking on the Texans. I mean, Evan Ingram has just been a monster over the past few weeks. He is a clear-cut start for me. He's probably going to make his way into like my top three tight ends when I go through my uh, weekly rankings. These are his stat lines over the past four weeks. So he had a five for 30 with a touchdown. He had that insane 11 for 162 and two touchdown game. He had an eight for 62. And then this past week, Thursday Night Football, seven receptions for 113 yards. He looks impressive. The raw participation is great. They're getting him very involved. So someone that you should be starting with a lot of confidence this week. And then for the uh, Texans, going to be sitting uh, Jordan Aikens. Moving over to the Broncos, taking on the Chiefs. For the Broncos, I have Greg Dulcich as a fringe option. I really uh, feel very highly about Greg Dulcich moving forward, you know, like throughout the rest of his career. As a rookie, 
you know, putting up some of the games that he has on this, you know, just lackluster offense. I've been very impressed. The route participation is strong. I believe he left with a hamstring injury, so something to monitor there. But even in a bad offense, I still think he's going to be someone who's hovering as like a fringe top 12 tight end this week. So if you're in the championship, but that tight end position isn't on lock, someone you guys may be looking at as a fringe play. On the other side for the Chiefs, like I mentioned at the top, probably the only tight end you have like 100% confidence in every single week. So obviously Kelsey is a locked and loaded start. Then we have the Dolphins taking on the Patriots. And this is a tight end room that I just want to avoid on both sides. Mike Isecki really just hasn't carved out a strong role in this offense. And then for the Patriots, I believe we had Hunter Henry leave with injury. And then, you know, him and Johnny Smith have kind of been splitting opportunities. Johnny really hasn't taken advantage of his opportunities. So we're going to be sitting both of those guys. An interesting matchup here in terms of like future tight end prospects. Colts taking on the Giants. Jelani Woods has played pretty well when he's gotten the opportunities. Unfortunately, he's kind of in like a tight end split here. So he's still going to be a sit in a very gross looking uh, Colts offense. And then for the Giants, Daniel Bellinger had a decent run prior to his eye injury. He basically did nothing this past week. But then I went in, I looked at the uh, route participation. I think he ran something crazy like 45 routes on 49 dropbacks. So he was very involved in terms of running routes. But he was basically, you know, just getting his cardio in. I think he was targeted like two times. So not someone we can be looking at for fantasy purposes this week, especially, you know, if you are in the championship. Moving over to the Saints taking on the Eagles. I think we can look at both of these Saints tight ends, you know, Taysom Hill tight end in quotes um, as fringe options. The better option will probably just be determined on the weather. Like if the weather is gross in Philadelphia, Taysom Hill will probably be the better play. If, you know, it's slightly warmer, not rainy or snowy, then Jawan Johnson will probably be the guy. So something that will kind of, you know, monitor throughout the rest of the week. On the other side for the Eagles, we saw Dallas Goddard make his return off of IR. Came in with a really solid 83% route participation. Didn't have a crazy day. Caught three passes for 67 yards. You know, a solid performance. I'm ready to, you know, lock him in as a mid-tier tight end one this week. I think, if anything, he'll probably just see a few more routes this week. So someone who I think you can start confidently moving forward, or I guess, you know, this would be the last week. Next up is a divisional matchup between the Panthers and the Buccaneers. For the Panthers, not a ton going on in here at tight end. Going to be sitting uh, Ian Thomas. For the Buccaneers, I've been someone who comes on here every week, and I talk about how Kate Otten and Cam Brate are in a strong split in that tight end room. And I always talk about like, it's so brutal if they would just give Kate Otten the opportunities. He's been more effective. He could be someone who's interesting for fantasy. They finally went out and did it this past week. And then Otten just plays probably his worst game of the season. I think he dropped at least two passes. I believe he had at least two penalties called against him. And then I think he also missed some very key blocks. So it was not really a, a glowing game out of Kate Otten when they finally, you know, unloaded these opportunities for him. So with the offense playing so poorly, I can't really, you know, be confident that they're going to go back to the well and not have this be like a tight end by committee. So Otten is going to be a sit for me. Unfortunately, we have the Browns taking on the Commanders. I have David Njoku as a fringe option. He's someone who produced very well early on in the season, kind of struggled over the last four or five games. And it's not really, you know, because of his performance. It's more so just Deshaun Watson not supporting these weapons. You have Watson needing to provide for Cooper, DPJ, and David Njoku, and there just hasn't been enough passing volume to go around. So he'll probably be a top 12 guy for me, but I can't list him as a strong start because there's no way you feel totally confident starting him this week. On the other side with the Commanders, 
Not much going on here at tight end. Going to be uh, sitting Logan Thomas. Then in a uh, matchup between the 49ers and the Raiders, I have George Kittle obviously as a start. Brock Purdy has come in and just unlocked this man. He's had back-to-back massive performances. If you were able to make the playoffs, kind of scuffling through with a uh, underperforming George Kittle, congratulations. The rest of your team is probably stacked. And then you have this man coming in just giving you some huge performances in the playoffs. For the Raiders, I have Darren Waller as a fringe option. And it may seem weird to have him as a fringe option because he didn't have a terrible game. He caught four passes for 58 yards. I believe he was actually the uh, Raiders' leading receiver. But he actually did not see a usage bump from week 15. He returns in week 15. He doesn't play a crazy number of snaps. He's kind of in a uh, tight end by committee with Foster Moreau. And personally, I was willing to buy into him because I thought he would just kind of jump back up in usage. That did not happen. He only had a 49% raw participation, which for like a supposedly a stud tight end like Darren Waller, that is very, very poor. We saw Foster Moreau play 15 more snaps. So I just don't know if we can trust Darren Waller to actually see that bump. We don't know how close he is to 100%. Plus you factor in the fact that they're going up against this uh, 49ers defense. He'll probably be a top 12 guy for me, but definitely not someone who's just like a total lock in your lineup, even though the game he had wasn't terrible. Next up is the uh, Jets taking on the Seahawks. Jets continue to use a committee at tight end, sit Ozama, and then uh, sit Tyler Conklin. On the other side with the Seahawks, I'm going to have Noah Fant as a sit. I think he saw a slight increase in his route participation, but this is still a Seahawks team that is just not unleashing him. Also, the possibility of Tyler Lockett returning. He's just not someone where if you're in the playoffs, like I would not want to be seeing him in my starting lineup. Moving over to a, a divisional game here between the Vikings and the Packers. TJ Hawkinson finally had his huge breakout with the Vikings. The volume had been there. Like his target numbers have been really strong. He just didn't have that massive breakout performance. This was definitely like what all the uh, TJ Hawkinson owners have been waiting for. So fire that man up as a high-end tight end one. And then for the Packers, just really nothing going on here at the tight end position. I think Mercedes Lewis caught a touchdown, but you have Robert Tanyan running the most amount of routes and just really giving you nothing in terms of fantasy production. In the uh, Rams-Chargers matchup, I have Tyler Higby as a sit, and he basically returned his early season role. Higby has just been a roller coaster all season long. Started off in this fantastic high-volume role, running a ton of routes, like 90-plus percent route participation. Then he gets hurt, kind of gets relegated to like a blocker role, isn't running a ton of routes, and then he bounces back up to an 83%. So not quite where he was early on in the season, but still totally serviceable at the tight end position. He gets targeted 11 times, catches nine of them for 94 yards and two touchdowns. Someone who I'd be willing to start is probably a mid to uh, back end tight end one. Like I don't really trust the Rams to kind of, you know, not relegate him back to that blocking role, but I just don't see how you can do that with the game he's coming off of with the lacking weapons on that offense. I'm, you know, pretty sure they're going to keep him there. But, you know, you can never be totally positive, but I would lean to him uh, keeping that solid uh, receiving role. And then for the Chargers, going to be sitting Gerald Everett. It kind of just seems like there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen in that tight end room. In a fantasy championship, I would hope there would uh, be better options out there for you. Then uh, we have the Steelers taking on the Ravens. Pat Frymuth with a strong bounce back game. So he's going to be a start for me. For the Ravens, Mark Andrews continues his very disappointing stretch here. Now, I do think that if Lamar returns, this can give Mark Andrews a solid bump. But if we do not see Lamar return, like I wouldn't be surprised if Andrews is ranked as like my tight end six, 
seven, eight, like somewhere in that range. It's gotten to that point. You got to win games. I mean, maybe if you have them, you probably don't have like another solid tight end two, but the production has got to be killing you guys in your lineups. And then the final game of the week, we have the Bills taking on the Bengals and Dawson Knox continues to give you solid end of season production. Wasn't crazy in the volume department, but he found the end zone. I like him here as like a somewhere in the tight end eight to 10 area. And then for the Bengals, Hayden Hurst, if he is able to return this week, I like him as a fringe play, but that is going to wrap it up for my uh, week 17 tight end start sit. This was my last start sit video. So if you haven't checked out the running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, those videos are all up on my channel. If you have any questions, drop them down below, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. As always, thank you all for stopping by. Stay tuned for the uh, positional rankings. Those will be out on Wednesday and Thursday morning, but thank you again. And I will see you guys in the next one.